Greetings citations, ladies and gentlemen. I am Hyrule's greatest warrior, James, aka the architect. And with me as always is Skull Hunter Games, aka Jordan. AKA the master of Resident Evil. Somewhere someone's gonna think that's true, but not today. We also got Joseph, because he's not dead. Uh we, we kept the dead jokes away. Uh what was it last week a couple days ago it's hard to tell now uh we kept um, the dead jokes away he's fine he's okay but how what was it um he had to capture the avatar that's right mm. yeah and then we st we're trying to figure out like who would be in the avatar yeah yeah i was surprised no insults today like i was i was ready for you to insult me so much that like, i was i was hoping for a comeback and you know nothing you know what as as a hero I decided to change my ways. <laughs> As a hero, you changed your ways. Oh, all right, Joseph. How was your two weeks since it's been a while since we've heard from you? Uh, la la last couple of weeks uh, haven't been too shabby. I, I learned how uh, hyper competitive the um, the the rental market is. Uh, the the missus and I we wanted to move to a slightly larger room that would substantially increase the cost of living, but we. We we were looking at a place, and he said, "Okay, it's not bad. Let me let me think about it." Day goes by. Okay, so we're we're interested in it, and the deposit was already made by somebody else, and so we're we're kind of hoping that their their application doesn't go through. So you know, little things like that. Uh, works works going all right. Things are uh, things are expanding over there. Um, anything anything interesting game wise? I really started getting back into Super Smash Bros. I don't know what happened, but like I just like a, a switch because um, it's on the nintendo switch you see. yeah and, and, uh, yeah i, I was yeah, starting like to figure if he was doing that and, but yeah yeah we got you i was gonna ask if it was a uh, switch or slippy you were on uh it, switch switch um if I can set up my own controls on melee, then I give it a shot. But I have a very particular, very specific control setup. My A button is the jump button, which mm -hmm. is heresy to to many people in the Smash community. But I'm like, it's a platformer. What platformer do you play where you don't use the A button, anyways? So, man, I just the great the great thing about having that is I think everybody has like one go-to game that is like their like their lifelong mm -hmm. go-to. I know it's a CS with you, James, and I know it's uh, Call of Duty with you, Jordan. And for me, like I've taken like some serious time off of Smash, but I love I love having like a game that I always come back to because as I as I grow and I gain experience, I come back and I feel like I've actually gotten better for not playing because everything that I learned that that last major area needed time to sink in, and so now I come back watching pro grads videos and all that good stuff. So yeah, it's, it feels good to be back playing Smash. Good. good. Yeah. Um... You you said you're playing on the Switch. We'll oh, yeah. have to uh, we'll have smash to do it together. At, yeah, we're gonna have to at? we're gonna have to smash <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll try smash. And you may succeed. I don't know. Maybe you're good. But so am I. <laughs> yeah. James, I, I how's your, how's your weekend or week? Um, good. Um, I've taken on a lot of extra responsibility at work. Um, it's just been hectic, but in a good way. Um, and when I say a good way, I mean I'm getting compensated for it, so that's the good <laughs> way about it. Um, other than that, it's just uh, just been business as usual. Um, got a lot of stuff coming up this month. This this month is my busy busy month. So I I feel that I feel that. Um, I I mean I've been I've been working obviously. 
But I was super ex excited because we hit a bigger number on, uh, like, just Facebook alone. Because I started Facebook a year ago, like, a little over a year ago now. And didn't make a dollar for over a year. And already I just had to fill out a... Uh, a W9, I think is what it's called. I had to fill one of those out because I've already over succeeded what I was going to make from the end of the year. So I, I was super, super excited with that. Also, awesome. also the Resident Evil games, I'll, I'll say this, got, got back into them. Can't get me off before the podcast. I was filming a uh, little short video uh, for YouTube and I beat the whole entire game. <laughs> like today, I just sat down and beat Resident Evil all the way through, and I went, well, that was two hours, I'm not getting back. <laughs> and it was, I had to do it at the beginning. There was one part at the beginning I had to do for the video, and I just kept going through. It, it's, it's so addicting. And it did great for Facebook. We gained over 43 followers from just playing Resident Evils. So I'm hoping that gets me out of the Dead by Daylight range, because it's fun. Yeah. Mm, I don't want to play it all the time. Yeah, um, Dead by Daylight, the community's getting smaller and smaller um it's not dead yet maybe by daylight but it'll um <laughs> but it, it is getting significantly smaller and that's because a lot of the bigger youtubers and stuff like that or just people that are known for playing dead by daylight they're even moving on to other things as well yeah that i feel like is good for anyone who's in like one specific game to kind of move out of it i want to move mm -hmm. out of it because the community is toxic it is it's like i get like you guys as smash bros and hearing you guys talk about it, i'm just like this looks like dead by daylight to me like it's so it's such a toxic place and i know there's gonna be people i'm not toxic i play to have fun i play to have fun and i'm toxic okay that it's, is how a, i have fun <laughs> i know that's how you have fun it's a it's a great game but there is there's also sometimes like people who are being toxic just need to sit back yeah. and especially posting on a community page you're supposed to not be an ass to everyone you see <laughs> oh boo that's the fun part i know i know i know <laughs> it's but you know what it's it's fun gaming is is fun um the resident evil add-on to dead by daylight's coming soon so i'm actually excited about that resident evil's t t uh going into vr that's another thing i'm excited about i already bought the cables the obvious is coming in in two months I'm going to set it out in the living room where we have 10 foot tall ceilings and nothing to smack on the wall. <laughs> Oculus. Did you say Oculus? I think that's, if I didn't say it, that's what I meant to say. The virtual okay, reality. Because I, I, uh, I heard, I heard Oculus and, uh, well, I don't want to, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, you know what I meant to say, but it didn't come out of my mouth because I never can pronounce that word right. So you okay. know what? It works. Well, before... <laughs> So, Jordan, before we get into our big stories that we have, we have a couple big ones. Um, since you've played it, and it's probably the biggest, like, not news, but, like, the biggest, like, thing that's happened in the gaming world this week, I want you to give us your honest opinion. Don't have to give us a review, just, like, honest opinion about the new Resident Evil game. No spoilers. Okay. No spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, don't want people to be uh, in the chat spoiling. And I've dealt with that already. Um, so, first of all, scale to 1 to 10, I honestly give it an 8 to a 9. It's really mm -hmm. high up there, and I played from the first Resident Evil to now. Um, they they did a good job. Their predictions uh, when we were on the podcast before, and they talked about being the best horror game ever, 
they're not far off. They they did a really good job. Like if you're like me who does doesn't get scared easily, or when you do get scared, it kind of like stays with you. There's so many. They did such a good job at the jump scares to creeping up to a moment and it scares you. Or it's a you open a closet door that something usually comes out. You open it, nothing. You're like, okay, shut it and walk away. Like they did a great job with the horror side. They did a great job with tying in the Resident Evil. Uh, into it um, obviously we know Chris is in there uh, he actually plays a big role in the game they had emotion to it they had all this kind of stuff great game it honestly scale to 1 to 10 it's a, honestly a 9 I, I personally say it's a 9 they deserve to have the title one of the most scariest horror games of 2020 as so far uh, it's 2021 but um, I was going to ask you <laughs> I, I was. I think you answered. I was gonna ask you if it was more horror or more action based, because um, a lot of the Resident Evils turned to action based, and that's where it kind of mm -hmm. lost it for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, if they're horror based, that's really cool. Yeah, they're definitely more of the horror base, and like, okay. yes, you got you got guns, you could do all this. Imagine Resident Evil Four, except they kept more horror to it. Resident Evil Four was not scary in any kind of way. Oh, someone walked around a corner. It's terrifying. This one, actually, like can get you scared and if you don't do certain things you know it's still fun you don't have to have infinite ammo none of that stuff it's not just a shooter game you can there's an achievement on there run around and not kill anyone besides bosses so you can totally play the game acting like it's just an everyday horror game and it would it would still work i was scared of the facility section in resident evil 4 when they start getting to those monsters that can uh, reach out, pull Leon in, and and murder him, I had, I had a few good jump scares from that. But yeah, other other than that, yeah, it didn't. It wasn't very scary. And I think a lot of the reason why those games are scary is due to the lack of control, mm -hmm. right? It, not only is a monster coming towards us, and we know this could be a huge waste of ammo, but we also have to like it it turn okay back 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 away and just kind of like mm -hmm. it's like parking a car, you know, to save my life, and 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 that. Um, those poor controls actually made the game more more tense to play. Yeah, and I will honestly agree that like uh, those games really make it help. But also thinking back in the Resident Evil franchise, like if you never played Resident Evil from the start, this would be a game that draws you into wanting to play the other Resident Evil games to figure out mm -hmm. more about it. Like there's a bunch of spots where like photos are put up, and they're going to be making DLC content for the game that they've already leaked. At the ending, there's certain there's certain things that happen there. That you're just like, when is the next one coming out? So they just did a great job with tying in the Resident Evil. If someone right off the street started playing the game, they're gonna get into it. They did a really great job with the game. Well, speaking of great horror games, or maybe potentially great horror games, we have news here, and this is really speculative. But a lot of fans of Konami have started speculating about what could be in store next for from the big brand. So Konami came out this week and said, hey, due to the timing of everything, uh, we are not ready to present the projects we are working on at E3 this year. So what we can get if we break that down, we they're not going to be at E3 this year. But they're working on a couple key projects that are apparently in the works. Now, if you know Konami and you know the fans, you know a lot of things that they want. There's two game series that mm -hmm. um, 
people want to see from them, and that's the Metal Gear Solid series and Silent Hill. Now, with Hideo Kojima not being in the picture, as far as I, 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 I don't think he went back to Konami. I think they uh, gave him the boot, or he left one of the two. Um, so I personally don't think it's going to be a Silent Hill game, and if it is, it's not going to feel right because Hideo Kojima is Silent Hill. But the Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid could be really good. They, uh, Phantom, was it? Not, I almost said Phantom Menace. That's not the right. That's not right. <laughs> Phantom, Phantom Pain. Painters. Yeah. Metal Gear 5, that was really good. Apparently the DLCs were not. Mm-hmm. But if they're taking time to, not only are they taking the time to make the project, but also they're going to have support of the, like, the next-gen consoles, which are going to be a little bit more heavy-duty. Um, I'm excited for it. Really, uh, like I said, unless Hideo Kojima is involved, I really don't think I want a Silent Hill game. But I'm also craving a Silent Hill game, mm-hmm. so we're gonna see. You know, we're gonna see what happens there. What do you guys take this news as? Is there any speculations of Konami games? Do you think another Contra is gonna be coming out? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Silent Hill, though. I think even if they don't have the main guy who really did that. I think they're still going to try to milk it and get another Silent Hill game out because a lot of people don't know a lot of the makers by names and stuff like that. They Hell, they might not even know Konami makes it. They don't pay attention. They just see Silent Hill and they go for it. So, See, I when it comes to most... like If you told me Treyarch got rid of David Vandahar or David Vandahar, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and they were making another Call of Duty, I'd be like, alright, cool, whatever. If... Silent Hill is one of those games where if you say, hey, there's a Silent Hill game coming out, but Hideo, Hideo Kojima is not involved in it, a lot more people are going to be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had his... He pretty well did a good job at, like, making his name known for Silent Hill. But mm-hmm. also, like, I have a feeling they're going to make a Silent Hill game out of it. I've seen you raising your hand, Joseph. What's up? Yeah, here's, well, here's a counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Let's say they're making the next Star Wars trilogy... And George Lucas is involved. Ooh. And then that's hypothetical. I just made that up. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Over, you know, due to the relationship that George has with that property, people are neither would neither be excited nor unexcited. Nobody really knows. Like, there, I, there, there are definitely some people who make a really good Star Wars trilogy. I, mm-hmm. First name that comes to my mind would be Joss Whedon. I'd like to see his ensemble take on it. But, um, but just get, getting back to the, the issue at hand... I, I feel like me personally, I if I were a game uh, designer or a creative lead, I know certain uh, game series so well that I could probably do not only a good job, but I think I could also have my own creative spin on it. I'm pretty like I went off on a whole diatribe last time we talked about Bioshock. Bioshock I get, Zelda I get. There are franchises where once you understand the formula you're 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 good to go there's 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 people who will, they understand the zelda formula and they make zelda games they're just not called it they're called uh what is it the genshin impact uh there's one that's look that looks like a studio ghibli film uh which i so like pe- people are making zelda games they make diablo games they make i think th- i'm sure there's games that have a lot of silent hill, silent hill dna so it doesn't worry me doesn't excite me either it's just like you know let you know all eyes all give give these games a a fair shake i just remember konami was absolutely hated for a good long while i remember there was a podcast i think it was with the um the the total biscuit crowd uh 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 may may he uh 
may he rest in peace. And maybe it was him. Maybe it was Yahtzee Crosha. One of the one of the, the the Brits. They had this theme song called "Fuck Konami." Sorry to we haven't dropped an F bomb in a while, but um, they, they they would stand for like the F Konami anthem. And the the, the podcast would just sit there for three minutes, just waiting for the F Konami uh, theme song to be over. So, like, I think people have, I think it's just Konami that people have a problem with at this point. Well, if they bring out a good Metal Gear Solid or a good game, whatever it is, I'm sure they'll yeah. be forgiven. Yeah, uh, but what does it take was... to be a good Metal Gear game? It's it's stealth and it's action. So it's like uh, story. It's it's story, very yeah. story driven. Yeah. Um, very very story driven and. Because here's the Metal Gear Solid is another one of those games that has the same formula, but it's so deep in story that that's what people want from it. Well, one of the one of the things and this is my personal opinion. I know there's going to be a bunch of fans out there. So um, one of the one of the guys who helped make Resident Evil, um, because no one knew what was going to happen at the end, he brought up, you know, would you rather see your main character die in a pyro of fire? Or yes. would you rather know they died of old age? And because it, they were making rumors that Chris was going to die in the end of Resident Evil 8. Now, not saying that's true or not, but they were like, you know, would you rather see that? And a lot of people said they'd rather see him die of old age. And they're like, that, why would that be the case? And then you literally have like Metal Gear. Snake is like 80 years old. <laughs> this man wants to die. <laughs> Let the man die. <laughs> They're not letting him go. They're milking him for every bit. It just reminds just me let of the man die. <laughs> reminds me of um, the newer one of the newer uh, Splinter Cell games where Sam Fisher is like. <laughs> He's like still moving around like he's a twenty year old, but he like they made him visually look like he's like fifty, sixty something. Mm -hmm. Man, I just um, I think they need to make a medical Metal Gear game, but add a new person in it and see how that goes. I want them to be like, oh hey, by the way, we signed Hideo Kojima back. Oh, and by the way, that Silent Hills game that was supposed to come out six years ago, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. That's that's what the next announcement I want them to make. If they would never, uh, for one, they would never make that announcement and then say the game's coming out tomorrow. D that oh, would happen. Oh, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that would generate buzz. It would. It would blow. Like their ratings would blow up. I would just want to know the day before that happens so I can buy stock into Sony because I know numbers are gonna go up. And I say Sony because Konami is more known for being closer to Sony than Microsoft. So yeah, I'll win. I'll win this. Well, I'll win you know, this. game developers not known for being with any console, especially not Sony. <laughs> I just, CD Projekt Red. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I say it? <laughs> Apparently, so, our this predictions in this podcast come true. So just be careful with the words you say next. Yeah, we we hold a lot of weight on this show, apparently. Um, but anyway, CD Projekt Red, you know, the makers behind such wonderful games as the witcher 3 and that's it um they ran into a little snafu at the end of last year where uh they released a bug and some people were, were able to find a game in it uh that was called cyberpunk 2077 well if you don't know they had a huge refund uh, like a mass refund issue and it ended up getting taken off the sony PlayStation store completely um they're saying they're working on it trying to fix it but to no avail yet um, it could be a fix that takes a couple months. Who knows? We'll see. What we're, 
a year from now, or when we do the Scully Awards, when we announce Biggest Disaster, uh, they'll probably win it. But who knows? Maybe there's another developer out there trying to win the Scully Award for that. Anyway, we're going to play Over Under, unless you guys have seen it. I have not mm. seen anything you're talking about. Discord has been off for me this week. Okay, cool. So, Over Under, how much money in refunds has CD Projekt Red had to give back? Um, how much money in refunds? So it's a stu- just refunds, just refunds. Not money lost during the whole thing. Not like how much money they did to pay back investors. None of that. Okay, tell just, us if it's in just in refunds. Thousands, it's in, million, or billions. It's millions. It's Give billions. us the figure. Millions. millions? Okay. Yeah. Millions, uh, yes. Seven hundred million. Uh, you are over. <laughs> I'll tell you why you're over in a minute. Three hundred million. You're over. I'll tell you why in a minute. So they only they only made 120 million off of the game. Oh. They re they had to refund 51 million dollars of, of refunds. Actually, I don't. I think 120 was generous. I'd have to look up the exact. I'll look up the exact number right now. But it was it was not. 300 million or 700 million they refund a good bit of it so i like how half the people are still like have their games being like this is gonna be a next pt i know it like no one no one has a game right now going this is so much fun i i play it every day no someone's sitting there with their consoles being like if I just put this on the same console and then have PT, I could sell these for thousand. Hell, they probably can sell their PlayStations and Xboxes right now for uh, roughly a thousand because no one else has them in stock. Do you I, have that I have never thought us? about that. How like a, a, okay. uh, downloadable digital content mm-hmm. can actually be viable if it's no longer available through official means. Mm-hmm. Huh. So they. Yep. So in U.S. millions, I I lied. They made five hundred million in to- in total sales revenue. Um, I don't know what all. I can't you go free to play. <laughs> <laughs> just make it. Just make it free to play. Mm. Fix your bugs then. At least and then and then, no and, then, and, then and then put out a subscribe star. But so <laughs> listen, they made they made five hundred million office sales, but then you have to take the fact that overall. They've lost one billion dollars. Yeah. So they are in the red when it comes to CD or Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So <clears throat> CD Project in the red. CD Project in the red. I like that. Um, and while canceled. we're talking about CD Project Red, this leads us right into our next story. Oh my god. So I kind of made a joke a little bit ago about you know CD Project Red only being known for games such as The Witcher three. Well. The director of The Witcher 3, Conrad Thomas... Conrad is his name. Uh, he has a last name. It is un- is one I cannot pronounce. I didn't want to insult the man by incorrectly pronouncing it. No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the S-Z-K, I think that's pronounced like a ch. So I think it's uh, Tomachowicz. Okay, think, we'll go I with think. we'll we'll go with that. Um, he was the director behind The Witcher Three, um, so he had a pretty big role when it comes to that video game. 
he apparently has left CD Projekt Red due to bullying accusations. Like, um, I'm looking here. I want to make sure. Okay, I want to make sure that he wasn't the bully and he was being bullied. I want to. I want to so, state this. No one. No one bullies. No one. No one should bully. I. I know in, people bully. <laughs> in the email, Tamachiewicz announced the commission's verdict wide in the following. Nonetheless, a lot of people are feeling the fear, stress, or discomfort when working with me. And he then okay, apologized so he for all the, the bad ones. So he was the bully. Okay. He was the bully. It makes okay. sense. He's in. He's in the. Um, He's the, in the big the chair. Of authority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I just wanted to double check before. I I would hate to say he was being bullied and then all the victims are like, wait, no, we were. But yeah, so he was a bully. He left. We, Good. We were just kidding. Yeah. Loser. Um. There there is a place. There's a uh. There's a there's a time and place in in the workspace for uh friendly banter and jokes and all that. But uh, flat out bullying is just wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the problem with that term is that it immediately goes back to like schoolyard uh, behavior it's mm-hmm. it's a softer way of saying what it is which is abuse yeah you know i i i yeah. I, I, I i can't imagine any scenario where if somebody were to replace the word bullying with abuse the word abuse would be inaccurate maybe I, a I, few instances here or there but for the most part like it's yeah i no, i i agree i fully well, agree if it, I mean, a lot of a lot of the stuff going on, like the cyberbullying. I mean, it's all mental, and that that's the biggest thing. And so, if you're having trouble with your mental health, d- d- yeah, that's that's not great. But so he apologized for it, right? Like he, he came out and apologized. For he doing he it. did in the email. He said all everything that Joseph had said, and then it said later he then apologized to all the people uh, for some some about the bad blood that he may have caused. Okay. You know what? Props, so props to him. Uh, but Should've he did done. leave the studio, so we'll see where uh, we'll see where maybe, he goes next. Maybe he wants he to join have... Konami. <laughs> maybe he wants uh, to help out with the was... Silent Hill game. Actually, it sounds like he'd fit in right with the Smash community, so he's probably going to work for Nintendo. I take no offense to that whatsoever. The Smash community. <laughs> there are some very good people in the Smash community, but <clears throat> yeah, there's a I have a, I have a number of issues with the community. So by all means, have at it. Yeah, one of the one of the best YouTube channels that covers like smash um, technique and, and guides. They have a video encouraging people to bully each other in game. Like this is how you disrespect your opponent. It's it's honestly one of the most frustrating videos I've ever seen somebody make, and their their content is otherwise very insightful. Yeah, one of the um. He's actually signed to Cloud9. Uh, Mango, he's a pretty big Smash player. Um, he's been known to be a, a bully and stuff like that and be disrespectful, which kind of sucks. You hate to say that from uh-huh. at the top tier of any game. Mm-hmm. But, and then uh, uh, watch the uh, the Hungrybox story. Uh, there's a very good YouTube uh, YouTuber called uh, Emperor Lemon, short for EMP Lemon. And he, he does a series called Never Ever where he talks about uh, either person or an incident that is so distinctive in that point in time that there's no way it could have happened before or after. And his case is uh, Hungrybox. Due to his play style, being defensive and floaty, uh, playing Jigglypuff, he was uh, uh, abu- like abused relentlessly by the Smash community. He pressed on like because Smash was really that important to him, and now he's 
no, he's probably like the most prominent streamer and Smash uh, uh, personality in the community. So, you know, the re the reward uh, over the long run has been good for him. But you just have to imagine like all the all the shit that. Sorry, I don't know about you're good. That one too. Just everything that he's he's gone through uh, on that and how that's if it hasn't taken a mental toll on him yet, it could have a toll on him down the line. Mm -hmm. Here's the part that really uh, grinds my gears. So I've talked to you guys before um, about this this person, this nebulous person who, um, uh, remember we did like our worst game experiences, like our most yes. stressful game experiences? Yes. Same guy, this, this, is, this is the guy that puts the link to that Smash video in, in the chat and says, oh, I can't wait to do this to people. The 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 taunting or, or just the, the 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 harassment or the abuse that's the first problem. Mm -hmm. The second problem is how much of a uh, of a little bitch they turn in. I'm going for a trifecta there. They turn into when you start pushing back at them. Yep. The the biggest cowards are bullies when you actually start fighting back against them. They're like, no, I'm just I'm just I'm just taunting. I'm just trying to I'm I'm just trying to have fun. Why are you taking it so seriously? Like, they they cannot stand being pushed back against. My favorite is when people are BMing and then you get in a position to BM them and it's just, it works out way better in your favor and then they get all, they, then they're the ones who end up getting butthurt. It's, it's, yeah. I hate it at all. Like, there's, there's different situations. Like, if, if, you know, if just friends are getting together, there's drinks, mm -hmm. people are like, okay, fine. It's, it's yeah. all good. Um, and like in, in crew battles, I don't know if you guys know what a crew battle is, but no. in, in Smash yeah. in particular, mm -hmm. what you'll do is you'll have like a bunch of players on teams, and as people lose their their stocks, new players have to come in to pick up, and so you get into like this limit. It's like a it's like a relay race kind of, where each person has to pick up where the other person left off should they die. So one person might be really good and might clear out like half the enemy crew, and and the and the other team has to hopefully have somebody comparable. So they're really cool, and in a situation like that it's like national pride because sometimes it's like japan versus the u.s and stuff like that mm -hmm. in situations like that i'm all for it you know trash trash talk away taunt away it, it's fu it's fun mm -hmm. uh, i draw the line when it gets into the professional setting and unsportsmanlike conduct needs to be clamped down on yeah. because people people depend on this not only for their um for their release to, to get away from all the other problems in life but it just it doesn't reflect well on on a competitor if they have to rely on on that. But it's not wrestling for wrestling is a, is a story. There's scripts. People get paid. People people are so obsessed with making it into a narrative that they don't respect the uh, essentials to competition, which is you value skill above all else. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree with you. Um, I I love trash talk. I trash talk all the time. But I never take it like if there's that imaginary line. I usually never go over that line. Mm -hmm. Like it just it brings me back to us playing CS:GO and the one guy was try harding so much and it's like guys everyone do this. And you're like oh I'm sorry just put down my book. What's up? <laughs> no no we gotta win. Oh uh, hang on hang I was on. Was really prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Have, have you have you read it? Don't you guys will never play the game. <laughs> you'll never guess what happens to Dumbledore. <laughs> Turns out he's into dudes. <laughs> guys, I'm 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 reading I'm J.K. Rowling's tweets. <laughs> She's recording everything. <laughs> when when it's all said and done, there's there's like playful. There's there's a time and place, you know. And if you take it too far, there should definitely be an apology. 
Like, I feel like no matter what, there should always be an apology. Even if I don't know that person on the other end, if I feel like I took it too far, dude, I'm, I'm sorry about that last one, man. That, that was too far. That, that was too much. Usually, if you apologize to one of those people, I've never had a time I apologize to someone, and they're going, no, no, you're still a piece of... And they continue. Like, usually, they're like, it's whatever. It's a game. I, I don't I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, okay, 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 we good. We good. Except I will I will say, uh, since I brought up the CSGO fact, the when we played last Tuesday on the Architects uh, YouTube channel, we we sat there, we played, and the moment that I sat there and told Joseph, you got a Glock, a cover me, <laughs> it was the cleanest headshot on Joseph. And I literally went back and I just kept playing it back and forth. <laughs> It was, he walked in front of me as the guy popped up. He walked in front as my gun leaned back. And I'm like, oh. And then see, it's a time period of Joseph going, like, it, it was a solid two minutes later. And you just go, oh. Now I see what <laughs> happened. <laughs> it's not an incompetence that you were laughing at. It was what happened. <laughs> it was it was the funniest thing. I could not stop laughing, especially because it was just like a good minute went by, and then you just hear we're quiet, and you just hear, oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, the, um, I've started streaming. It's it's been really fun. Um, I made a few. I I made it. I made a two new friends last week as well. They've uh, subscribed, and you know, I actually played with them the other day just for funsy. It was pretty cool. So it's just it's just cool. Um, that's the opposite of what happens to trash talk. Uh, if you remember the, I think you muted everyone on the other team, yeah. Jordan. But uh, they were uh, they were just talking like that. We were literally just talking and chat the entire game, and it was just like they were really cool. They were not uh, trash talk. I think one guy on their team was, but. You know, it wasn't them, and it was just that's what happens when you have guys just chilling, just vibing. It's always a good time. It's when the people who either take things way too seriously or um, are just jerks about it, or have had a bad day and they want to take it out on a bunch of people online. That's where it gets over over the top. Um, speaking of things that may be over the top, though, if you guys uh, remember this classic Rockstar game called Bully. Quite fitting. Yeah, quite <laughs> fitting, isn't it? Uh, the game Bully was really good. It was raved for the for a while as one of the best Rockstar games to this have come out. probably an example where they don't want to rename it to Abuse. <laughs> I don't think that's a good name for it. It's a good name. Rocks, Rockstar comes out with the, ne the, the next hot game for the next-gen console, Abuser. <laughs> Part 2, Mental Abuse. <laughs> It just shows. It just shows the the protagonist of uh, Bully just sitting on a computer, just saying the <laughs> n word over and over again in a in a blog. It's, it's, it's actually you actually end up just playing Mordhow. <laughs> you just go to the public chat on Mordhow. God, I just, I just gotta say, like, just the complete opposite side of like, I love when I was playing Mordhow. You would go into like public games and the it, the river of bile on that it's like it's like 4chan live like it was i was dying of laughter it was so funny because like it wasn't a personal attack on on me an occasional attack on italians but i could take it it's just i i was so i was proud to see that like the 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 bile was so potent on that on that game uh you would believe it or not um i i started playing among us again the other day just just for fun i was bored um the river bile that is the chat like the pre-game chat in that game uh it's funny because you have people 
who are like will say that they're a girl so they don't get killed or so that they never get voted off or anything like that and then you have people who are your typical gamer moments where um you know how gamers respect girls and never say anything bad about them so you have that and then you have just typical gamers i guess just saying whatever typical gamers say i don't think i have to explain what those are it's just funny uh, but anyway, back to our bully situation. Rockstar has apparently renewed a patent for Bully 2. Now, this has caused a lot of speculation that the once-canceled project will be coming back, which would be nice. Uh, I'd love to see an updated Bully game because Bully was super fun. Uh, last I played it was on the PS2, I believe, and it was really, really fun. Um, they just had different, so it's, for those of you who don't know, it's like Grand Theft Auto, but instead of murdering people, you threw stink bombs at people, and for some reason, it was better. And just like, the open world was fun, the missions were really fun. Um, I remember but, that the, the uh, as is usual in high school, that the, the different cliques were separated by like, you know, you had the nerds, you had the jocks, mm -hmm, but... Yep. But nobody was incapable of defending themselves. Like the nerds had, like, like I don't know, like chemical bombs or something. Like yep. they would fight. Yep. They just they fought in a nerdy yep. way. Yep. The jocks would charge you. The nerds had the chemical bombs, and then like the band guys had the uh, slingshots. Um. So the, and and that's the and you had to go around each group and you had to gain the respect of each group and then once you gained the respect of one group you lost respect from another group. Mm. It was it was just it was very. It was very fun, very cool. Uh, something like that updated would be super cool. I w they would obviously have to modernize it, I would think. So, like... I, I don't know, because, like, stink bombs and rotten eggs are so early 2000s that you'd be interested to see... I'd be interested to see what it would be for now if they made it, like, a today's version. Obviously I, not I got zoo it. bullying, because that's, again, just typical gamer moments, but... Cyberbullying. That's the all cyber bully. Do. Yeah, they would hack people's do. phones, and then the phones would, would vibrate, and they would fall over or something. They would be like walking up the stairs, and they just fall down the stairs. Um, you sit there, you see them tweet a photo of them and their sister, and you're like, "Oh, nice wife," you know? Yeah, cyberbullying. That's a that's Rockstar's new game. I I helped them. I want twenty five percent of their equity. Um, and I would take a check at in the mail. <laughs> I've never seen Bully. Never played Bully. Never done, done anything. For, I had no idea it existed. I thought you were about to make like a Midnight Club reveal story. And no. So. No. no. I like Midnight um, Club. It was so nice. The Need for Speed games were. That's. The Need for Speed games is what got my. Uh, my interest in owning a 350Z. Mm. That's uh, what started. Yeah. My, uh, my, mine is a, uh, God, I keep forgetting the name of it. It's a GTO. I've always wanted a GTO so much after playing Need for Speed. And guess what? It's in my driveway. Not a GTO. <laughs> it's a BMW, maybe. Yeah. I own, I own two vehicles and neither of them are 350Zs. So don't feel bad. Man, it's, it's a sad day for, to be us. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not sad days uh we're might as well stick on the playstation wagon here we've uh this has been a playstation heavy episode for the most part so we were talking about how microsoft was going to potentially buy discord correct mm -hmm. talked about that a couple episodes ago 
Well, apparently Sony and Discord have come to a partnership to where Sony will be the first console to actually let you use Discord on console in games. Hmm. I think that's a great, great move because I'm going to throw out this out there and then I'll let you guys throw out your opinions. So almost every multiplayer game we have coming out now is going to be is cross-platform. You can play with PC, Xbox, PS4 or PS5, and then Switch players in some games, you can all play together. What's one, and you can't, but you can't invite PlayStation people to your Xbox Live chat, you can't invite Xbox people to your PS chat, but what's one third-party service that every gamer uses that you could talk to anybody? Discord. Discord. So, PlayStation's already on this bandwagon. If we can get Microsoft to do this as well, this could be a huge step in the cross-play genre this would literally unite gamers um they can play warzone together on different consoles they could be in discord they can actually talk to each other um it's fantastic what do you guys think about this um i think it's great um honestly i kind of thought microsoft would get to it first um but mm -hmm. honestly i think it's great because already we have a way to communicate with pc to xbox we have no way for playstation to communicate with us like i played with a few of the fans and they have playstations well we have to have them download a microsoft app on their phones to talk to them through there and that's a whole entire setup and process and then we have to exchange our codes usernames if we have discord once again if you're on xbox you know if they do that that'd be great but we have another way to connect with the playstation to pc and that's what I'm looking at. Like that's that's a big connect. The the PCs in the center, and then you have the Xbox and PlayStation. And there been the Xbox way to chat back and forth, but no PlayStation way to do it. So I think it's great. What about you, Joseph? Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. It's just the natural next step towards making uh, uh, gaming more accessible for people. It, it would make buying certain games more appealing. If I knew that even if my everybody else has it on a different console, at least we can play and we can communicate, and I don't have to inconvenience myself by like setting up my, my setting up my phone and then not being able to properly listen to it. So I'm 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 all for it. I think this is a giant step. Um, I think this is very good. You what is also good for a certain game developer having me on their platform. Yeah, I'll say yeah. I told you. I'm a hero now. I need to take a turn a new leaf. No I'm no a... more mean jokes. Yes. Yet. Actually, I'm... never mind. Um, <laughs> so, if you guys recall, I think it was like middle of last year, maybe end of last year, um, Apple and Fortnite got into it. Uh, Apple took Fortnite off of its store, citing that their, the way they're making their profit was not up to Apple standards, and what that means is usually games have to be 50-50 with Apple on there, or more in Apple's favor. Well, Fortnite was 70-30, Fortnite making most of the profit. So Apple said, no, we don't like that, get out of here. Well, apparently an insider source for, from Epic Games, who is behind Fortnite, has come out and said that over half of its revenue comes from the PS4 anyway. So, if they don't return to iOS, they're not losing anything. So, what this means, one, Fortnite just basically flipped the bird to Apple and said, whatever. And not only that, 
they are saying that it could do just as good, if not better, without Apple. Anything that they got from Apple was just like the extra extra cheese on that Whopper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this brings to my question I'm going to ask you guys. What upside is there to big developers going to the mobile platforms like this when, if we're learning anything from the lawsuit between Apple and Epic Games, that you most likely not you're not going to make nearly as much money as you as you would want to or need to on mobile devices, and the mobile market is big in some areas, but if your game's available on console, most people are going to pre- prefer to play it on console. So my question to you is: Is there an upside to? Putting your game on mobile or making a mobile version of your game? Accessibility? Uh, that's the only thing I could think of. It's easier to hand your uh, phone over to your kid and say, play with this while I'm in the doctor's appointment, whatever, you know. Um, but I can't really. Now, did they, did they release any of the profits of like what's on Android or no? They have not. But I would imagine it's in that other 50% of profits along with Xbox, Switch, um, Android devices, and merch sales that they make, and PC. Okay, because there's a a YouTuber, uh, goes by Laserbeam, big Fortnite player. Everyone's heard of him. If you haven't, great, great channel. Um, So when when it's all said and done, like, he, he knows where his audience are, and a lot of them are on mobile Fortnite. A lot of the people who plays with him are on mobile Fortnite. And so obviously it can't be the iOS side because they booted them. So that means it's mm-hmm. the Android side. But are people... Now, another thing I don't know about Fortnite. I, I hate Fortnite. When it's all said and done, I actually hate Fortnite. I will never play it unless if there's a big reason for me to do so. But is there a way to like sync your account, like a Warzone, yes. for an example? Okay. Yes. So yeah, with yes. that being said, if you just make all your purchases on the uh, the PlayStation Store, it has all your accounts synced. It has all this stuff. It makes mm-hmm. more sense to make your purchases on one thing that you already have all your stuff set up for. Then. Mm-hmm sign into everything on the store plus it's so much easier for kids to make accidental purchases on their mom's credit card you know for the magic beat bucks um but i don't i think it's just accessibility for mobile but battlefield's coming i'm i am getting a new phone just to play battlefield so uh battlefield's coming to mobile and i'm excited about that what do you think joseph do you think it's worth going to mobile when it comes to trying to make profit if it's if it's not profitable or it's like not profitable to reflect the energy that they put into it, um, I, I you, you still are there's still a there's still some valid uh, incentives to them. One of them is that Fortnite is a marketing platform for other uh, properties, Marvel, Tomb Raider, Terminator, all 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 manner of properties will. Uh, show up in Fortnite, and so by not having the apple crowd um it's now less incentive for these other uh, properties to want to make arrangements with Fortnite to have their characters and whatnot appear in the game mm-hmm. they probably still will but less is not better than more in this case um uh, there's also the concept of whether or not it can be a loss leader um by that i mean 
even if they take a loss in having the game on there, can it be used as a means to promote something else? So it works on the PC in that I have to download the Epic Games client, which means that they can constantly market other games to me because I've got Epic Games client on there. But I don't think there is an equivalent for that on the uh, on 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 Apple. So so that one's not valid. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, for me, it also comes back to the philosophy of design, which is you know, decide what platform the game is going to be on and make it for those platforms. So to me, like I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I just don't see games like that really being a good fit for, for mobile phones, not in the same way like that game is specifically made for it, um, are, are designed to be played in small chunks, like a, a 10 seconds. Some, some of these games, they take 10 seconds to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it only takes 10 seconds to play Fortnite if you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, True. that's that's fair. So a- Apple, um, one one thing that we were we're keeping tabs on regarding Apple in, in the e-commerce space is that they're having a, a massive falling out with Facebook, and they don't want people on uh, people on the Apple uh, iOS fourteen. If I'm understanding the situation correctly, they don't want this, the advertisers who are say selling for something to somebody on an android phone to have the same platform uh, or the same visibility that somebody is using an apple phone so to say it a, a different way um they don't want somebody who's got an apple phone to have the same kind of experience that they might have on an android phone or even on the computer they want to be very specific and very curated about their experience and for them to not want Fortnite on there speaks to, I think, the more the prestigious um, uh, brand or the image that that they have in a in a holistic view. So I don't know. They make gobs of money. They don't seem to care. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Seems like both sides here are making gobs of money. Really don't yeah. care. I, think, I, I think one of the things. Sorry, but I think having like Fortnite on mobile is kind of a sloppier experience. People people are okay with it, but it's not as refined as like mm-hmm. playing on the consoles, or which is also not as refined as playing it on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it on PC. I I enjoyed it. I did. I thought the gameplay was a good mix of creativity and destruction. My problem with it is the same. Is and I've said it before. It changes too rapidly. Every five minutes, there's a, there's a, there's a new thing to adapt to. I'm just not not I'm just not good at that as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. There's a lawsuit going on between the two right now because they can't come to an agreement about the whole profit share or not profit sharing, but um, the profit margins between the two. And I think neither company really cares if it gets resolved. I think they're doing this more so as as like a, a template. So like other games can't do this to Apple or so on and so forth. I think that's also just what it is. But moving on to our next story, this is actually really exciting. So that we've heard rumors that they're making an N64 emulator for the Switch, like they did with the NES and the uh, SNES. Well, instead of that, we got something that actually might just be even better. The greatest game of all time and that is not hyperbole, that is not me being biased, literally the greatest game of all time, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, is being remade for the Switch. You're kidding. I don't even see this. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. I I guess that's cool. I guess it's a good thing. Um, but never played that's it. Not, that's not it. That's not the last thing. 
another its brother is also coming to the Nintendo Switch, Majora's Mask. Oh, okay, I remember this. Hold on a second. I don't know if they've confirmed that this is a uh, a remake or if they're just porting the uh, the D the three DS versions over because the three DS versions were a slight upgrade to it. It says the Nintendo sixty fours. Classic N sixty four games will be coming to the eShop. Sorry, I'm I'm uh, I'm just reading this, but I yeah, I, from what I, I read, mean, it's it, not the sorry. So have you played? Have you played it on the three DS? I have played it on 3DS, and okay. I didn't. I did. I didn't like it as much as I did on this Nintendo 64. Um, what they're coming out with is an HD and 64 version of it. So um, they, we saw this similarly on a game I did play on the Switch. Um, they came out with Mario 64, Super Mario 64, whatever it was called, mm-hmm. a, a, on the Switch, and it plays just like it did on the Nintendo, but it's 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 uh, clear. But it still has a Nintendo 64 feel, which is fine with me. But uh, I'm excited for this because um, Ocarina of Time is literally my favorite game ever. Same. And when I and it's legitimately voted the best game of all time. It's one of the. It's either the only game or one of the only games to get a perfect uh, 100 out of 100 on Metascore, uh, 10 out of 10 IGN, 10 out of 10 whoever like Game Informer, 10 out of 10 whoever like any big names that give out ratings that are credible it's got a perfect score on yeah video game donkey <laughs> yeah video game donkey i love that Credi- dude cred- credible institutions yeah and and uh, people tend to wonder like okay how is this game still so well regarded is it just the nostalgia goggles and it's it's, it's really not um I, I think what elevates it and majora's mass too because the two of them are you know sibling games uh, well, what elevates uh, those games, even above all, most of the other Zelda games, is the problem solving in that is so finely interwoven into the story. Mm-hmm. In later Zeldas, including Breath of the Wild, certain parts of the game to like advance the story or do something significant involve walking around an area and picking up a bunch of stuff. In Twilight Princess, you, you walk into a, t- a town or into a, a corrupted area, have to pick up a bunch of shiny tears or whatever it was called in ocarina of time it's 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 it kind of like how like resident evil is like accidentally a point and click adventure ocarina of time they're like the original ones uh, not the ones like four and above but mm-hmm. ocarina of time in uh integrates a lot of that adventure game um logic to it where you have to use your resources and think laterally like how do i how do i solve this problem exactly and there's and there's logic puzzles to it uh there's a there's a video that talks about how frustrating it was to try to get into Jabu Jabu's belly, which is the third dungeon in the game, and how everybody uh, seems to dislike that as how not to design a puzzle. And those people are dead wrong. That is one of the coolest puzzles in the whole game because the player has to really put themselves in the shoes and the boots of Link. Like, how did I open this thing's mouth? (gasps) It's a fish! Princess Ruto didn't feed him lately. minor spoiler there i love the problem solving in that game it is truly um one with the story which zelda games have not done since and i i'm sure plenty like other games have done it but none have done it to the level of recognition that ocarina time did i will say i love breath of the wild it is um slightly better than a walking simulator and 
it's a it's a great take on the open world genre. Yes. It yes, it, it is I, I, a good game. Yeah, I um, didn't mean to insult it when I said that. No, it no, is I a didn't. great story. There's just a lot of filler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I would say that like for core gameplay, it's probably the best one because you really do get phenomenal value out of it. Um, but yeah, like it's there, there. It's hard. You have to pad a game like that because it, there, there's so much uh, uh, surface area to walk around. Yeah. Uh, I, I do I, prefer the more like the more refined, focused Zelda games. I do too. Um, not linear, but it. I will be playing Ocarina of Time again for sure on the. Yeah, I think I will too. I haven't. I haven't played through that game in um, probably like six or seven years now. Played it on it's, the 3DS and then haven't really touched it since. I I played a. Uh, it's been about six seven years for me too. Um, I gave up trying to play it on the 3DS. I I truly just I didn't like playing on my 3DS really. So I think that had part of part of the reason why I just didn't like it. I I can't tell you why. I just didn't like it. But uh, I did play it on an emulator. Not uh, like I said about six years ago. Or so and that's the last time I played through. So. And most of the things are still like, oh, like I'll remember it, and then I'm like, oh, okay. But there's still some things where I'll be like, oh, how do I do this again? Like, mm -hmm. so it'll be like almost playing a new game again. So, Jordan, I'm assuming since you, from the fact that you were taken aback and just appalled by the fact that I called it the greatest game ever, I'm assuming you haven't played it or have no interest in playing it. I have interest. So. I I love Zelda games. Like I I've watched people play a bunch of these Zelda games. I've ha I had them for Game Boys and stuff. Love Zelda. I want to make sure that is clear. But I've never played it, so I can't give opinions on like that. Should, that's definitely the best. I don't know. I I remember getting stuck on Zelda games a lot growing up. So <laughs> there's a little bit of hatred there <laughs> from not being able to beat the game because I couldn't get past an area. But you know what? Getting stuck is like one of the best parts because it I forces the player to walk go, away and so let it great. sink in. Yeah. Yeah. It, like thinking about it now, I remember waking up. Like I remember it was a stormy day. Uh, we all had to go to my mom's room because it was the safest room in the house from the uh, storms and trees falling on our house. And we were like, yeah, I remember grabbing the Game Boy, playing it, and let the batteries charge. And then I remember waking up at like 2 in the morning because we actually had bedtimes. We woke up at like 2 in the morning. I was like, I didn't check that part of the map. Maybe, maybe if I go to that part of the map, I can, I can sit there and move to everything, fix that puzzle, and then I can get through. No, I would, I remember turning it on. You have to like cup it so you don't hear the wing, all the music and stuff. I remember I have to cut the speakers like, no, 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 hush, shh, 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 it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, I love Zelda. Like I have so much Zelda stuff that, like in my background to show. Like I really do love Zelda. Never played the game. Can't wait because I'm getting a Switch this year, so I can't wait to play it. There you go. There you go. We'll all have to smash sometime. We'll have a three-way smash. <laughs> I regret saying that, but real fast though, I'd like to point out the top ten most downloaded games. Fortnite's not on there. Among Us just finally got in with four hundred thousand or four hundred million downloads. Among Us? Yeah, Among Us just finally hit four hundred and eighty-five million downloads. What's the now, most downloaded game? The most downloaded game is PUBG that was released in 2018, has over 1 billion downloads. One, no, the Get difference of PUBG and Pokemon Go is only What's by 100,000. What's your source? Uh, the Wikipedia. <laughs> I'll allow it. 
the actual Wikipedia page for it. <laughs> That's right. my right. if, if, it's not, if it's on the Wackapedia, then Wackapedia. That's what you gotta I'll, go. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Um, speaking of being, speaking of allowing it, uh, I think I'm gonna allow our final story here to creep into your guys' ear holes here. Mm. So. If you guys don't know, there's a semiconductor shortage that's literally affecting anything everywhere. Uh, PS5s have been able to be on shelves. Xboxes have been able to go on shelves. The new si- Tesla Cybertruck hasn't been able to go on shelves. Damn it. Mostly because it's too big, but also because they haven't even finished production on any of them yet. Mm-hmm. So, PlayStation's taking the initiative here. They're going to start redesigning their PlayStation 5. And trying to see if they can work around this particular component that they're that's being shorted. Um, here's the issue with that though: it could be months, years before they work around it, and or the chip shortage gets solved. I just want to know your opinion: is it viable to actually work around it, or is do you think this is like a PR stunt saying, "Hey, we're gonna look into"? working around it and then they just have like one intern that they're paying slightly above minimum wage to work for them um so they get a job experience and like hey try to see if you can figure this out and then they could say they're working on it but really they're just telling people to work on it to try to get good publicity what do you think's going on here just i guess if, uh, if they were going to take the legit route then they would release it as like um a I can't think of like what's the exact word for it, like a variant system mm-hmm. that they have like a specific subtitle for it. So more like a budget version of it. So maybe maybe it doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but as long as the games run for the most part, it'd be I. Uh, when or... he, when I saw that article, by the way, and I saw like it was being redesigned, and I was wondering if they're gonna like redesign it visually because the PS5 I always thought looked kind of funny. It looks like I walked in on it getting dressed. <laughs> Oh, I love seeing no. The Wait, no, it's light. actually like... Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. You look oh, yeah. at it from the side, and it's like, oh, she's dressed. She turns over. Oh. Now, let me let me throw this at you, Joseph. Now, they could... They're, they're probably going to have to give it a subtitle of some sort, just so people know. Um, the PS5. Now, you call it... Now you call it now you call it a budget one what if the parts that they're working around are higher quality and it ends up being a premiere version of it do you think that's more like or premium? less enticing like if i say premiere i mean like more heavy duty parts so it runs better it's even better than what the ps5 was advertised do you think and it would obviously cost a little bit more do you think that's more or less appealing to the general masses Even though there's only, I think, like 10 people who own a PS5, everybody who owns it would feel pretty burned that they no longer have the most superior version of that system. Um, speaking as a, as, a, as a Nintendo fan, the idea of there being like a premium Switch version coming out feels kind of sh- Yeah. And- Couldn't think of another word. Couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't i don't think that would help them though because i think it's publicity i think that's what they're doing is uh, like guys there's hope i think that's what they're doing is kind of hold off the shit i don't think they're if they were able to make something that might be better i don't think it's possible because they worked hard on this console like they put a lot of time into it not the way it looks for sure because it said it wouldn't have made it look like a five dollar router um you know 
they they spent a lot of time to make sure this is this can run. If they found another way to do it without the little component they need, and what is the component they need? Like, what exactly is it? Do we know? It's a chip. No, they're not going to find an alternative way for that. If they do, it's going to be more expensive to run lower quality. It's just that, not going to work. And that's what I'm kind of thinking because the chip shortage isn't affecting just PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's literally affecting every big tech company trying to yeah. come out with anything new. Like like I said, the Tesla Cybertruck, the chip shortage is hurting them. Um, batteries for electric cars, it's hurting mm-hmm. them. Um, other electric car companies, it's hurting them. Xbox, it's hurting them. Um, we haven't heard anything about the new Switch coming out and whether or not this is affecting them or not. But the PlayStation is obviously also being affected. It's affecting not just them. It's affecting the entire technology world. Yeah, it's, it's so affecting everyone. If, so, And this has been going on for about six to eight months now. Mm-hmm. So you would imagine that if there was a, a workaround to it or at least a cheaper alternative workaround to it, that somebody would have found it by now. Mm-hmm. So you would imagine someone would have. Like, it, yeah. even if they found an alternative and it would slow things down, because I'm pretty sure the uh, the PlayStation can run at 4K at 120 FPS, right? Yep. So if, the, uh, if anything... 60 4K, FPS? 4K 60, it's like 1080p at 120 or something like that. Okay, so and then if they're able to run that, they might have to turn off that 4K feature. Because they have something, it might work, but it might be a situation you have to turn off that 4K so it doesn't break the system and cause so the red ring of death, in a sense. So you're saying it's going to be like the uh, Xbox situation, because they yeah. came out with the Xbox Series X and Series S. Mm-hmm. The Series X runs 4K, 60 FPS, but the Xbox Series S does not. It only runs 1080p at 60 FPS. Yep. So it could be coming like that, so it would be the PS5.5 or whatever. Mm-hmm. but that's even if they can get a substitute for that chip and not having to raise the price for to get lower quality so i i think honestly for the love of god i hope they can find it because if so they can start sharing that info or how they're money hungry they might sell the data out there for any anyone else but if they're able to find it great i think it's Mm -hmm. a publicity stunt or something to hold them off maybe they do have something that they're thinking about and they don't want to say it, so they're trying to hold people off a little longer, showing that they're doing something. Because um, what it might do is it might calm certain eager buyers down and say, "Well, okay, I guess I could wait for for this other mm-hmm. version to come out." Uh, yeah. And like, I mean, a lot of the work has been done. I mean, they're not building a whole new system from scratch. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to, yeah, find like a what is it like? How what was what's the equivalent to this in the human body? Is it the heart or is it the brain? I think it's the spine. Is it the kit? Okay. Like I because it's okay. stopping so much. Like it's stopping the new phones. Not not just phones in general, it's stopping the newer phones from upgrading for what we have now. It's stopping Xboxes and cars. Like not just electric cars. It's stopping more productions of vehicles that are electronic. So it it's doing a lot. I'm pretty sure it's the spine. It's not going to kill it from not having it, but it's going to really mess things up without it. So I don't know enough about this particular component to. We need more research. We need more research. James, do research for next week. We need to find more research about this specific like chip and what this does and what we could do about it. We might, we might be the ones to fix this chip crisis. We, we will absolutely not do that. 
wrong fave, okay? We made, we made a, uh, Google, what was it, Google Stadia? Yeah, Google Stadia. We made them shut down cold turkey, okay? I forget about the Among Us plushies. Yeah, we made Among Us, Among Us plushies happen, bro, and mine we still made, hasn't came in yet. <laughs> we made, we made them, uh, we made them keep the PS3 stores and the PS Vita stores. Yeah, like, we've done so much, we could make this chip happen and still get no credit. It's possible. Oh, we've, we've done, we did something else. We did something of significant. We made whatever. a podcast. That's what we made. <laughs> well, speaking of this podcast, I think it's time we, uh, we, uh, send this bad boy on the road No! Here. We can talk so, about other stuff. <laughs> no. Okay, Jordan, go ahead. Hey, I got my, uh, I got my, uh, my um, concealed carry. Yeah, oh, I actually got my concealed carry. I was one of the best in class. So nice. Yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can gangsta style it a little bit. Yeah, it also, oh, no. it also helps uh, my, uh, my parents and past more military law enforcement stuff like that. So my mom and dad were in the military. So. Eh. It helps out. It, I get it in the genes. How much do you think your game, your gameplay, has factored into your? Everyone was about that. Everyone was like, "Do you think it has it's to do a, with yeah, being it's, a it's gamer?" Like, like, it's it's right there. <laughs> I was gonna say something extremely horrible, but I'll wait till after the podcast to say. It. So, Joseph, why don't you uh, go ahead and sell yourself out here? Love to. So I have uh, my 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 job. I work with a premier e-commerce company called Debutify, and I host an e-commerce podcast called Ecomonics. That is E C O M O N I C S, and it teaches you everything you need to know to get your own uh, e-commerce business going. And if you haven't considered doing it yet, this 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 lockdown BS ain't ending anytime soon. So give give it a shot. It might might change your life. Um, my uh, my creative works. My own uh, personal company is Giant Enemy Company, and pay a visit to that once every six months. So, because that's the over under for my uh, up, up updating schedule. So that's a uh, giantenemycompany.com, and that's me. Right, cool. Uh, I'll go ahead and sell myself out, Jordan. I'll yeah. let you uh, close it out. How about that? Ooh, that so good. you can find me at the Architect on YouTube. You can find me at the Architect on twitter and you can find me at the architect on that's it i think those are the only two platforms i'm sticking with here um so yeah there is that hey what do you what do you stream on your youtube platform uh so far just csgo but i'm probably gonna do some stuff on my switch maybe um maybe i will start a i'm starting a new series that i'll be coming out with within by the end of the month where I take uh, bits and pieces of gameplay from my game in CSGO, but I overlap it with commentary, and I explain, basically, it's like going inside the... Uh, I don't know what... I don't have a catchy title for Tips it yet. Tips and tricks, maybe, kind of? It's going to be in the mind of a player. Of I just ha don't have the necessary the exact title yet, but I'm going with something like that. Well, dude, I, I, can't, wait to, I can't wait to see it. Um, Obviously, guys... Uh, Skull Hunter, uh, you can find me Skull Hunter Games, YouTube, Facebook uh, Hell, I think it's even the same On Instagram, find us there Facebook's growing rapidly, YouTube is Always there for our fun and entertainment We stream different games On different platforms, that's why I say Follow both, this podcast though Is the same no matter what Except audio and video That's right, if you want to watch the video version of this podcast Go over to Facebook or YouTube That's where we are If you want to listen to us in audio realm Go to Spotify, 
iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from, none of our business. And most importantly, thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring the podcast. We talk about it a lot, guys. Anchor has helped us in so many ways. And we are about to hit 200 listeners in such a short time period. So that is great news. So make sure you guys leave us a review. And yeah, that's that's it, guys. That's podcast. Uh, I can't really sound us out any more than just to yell out, Bye, guys! I can't wait for my neighbors to shoot a gun through the floor. (laughs) Jordan's going to recreate No Russian. (laughs) 